Welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. This week I tell you all about my cross-country trip, the exciting accessories that I bought on Amazon.com for all my panic scenarios, and I talk a little bit about John Ham's bulge, obviously. Buckle in. It's the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm all alone to my birds the faint sound of birds in the background i don't know if you guys can hear that but i'll light my joint and let you listen i can hear it in my headphones i don't know if you guys can hear it but i can hear it and it's pure delight (laughs) fucking mosquitoes and bugs have been landing on my face all week long normally bugs don't like me i don't get bothered i really don't get bit by mosquitoes but last night walking my dog at Grant Middle School in Syracuse, New York, skeeters just were landing on my lip. You know, that's really invasive. Like, if they land on your face, that's one thing. When they go for your lip, it's like a perverted mosquito uncle. Don't go for my lip, Larry. Back up. At least go for the cheek. Don't be such an obvious pervert. You know what I'm saying? It's 9 o'clock at night. Let's pack it up. Do perverts pack it up? Like, is there ever a time when they're not perverted? Like, you know, drinkers, even alcoholics, won't drink all the time. As I'm lighting a joint. Alcoholics will take a break. Do, like, perverts and pedophiles take a break from that? It must be exhausting. It must be terrifyingly exhausting to be that type of person. You know, because I feel like perversion is rooted... In, your, in, in some sort of sexual, you know, uh, deviation. And, and, and sex is so much a part of a human being. How do you turn that off? I, can, I cannot have a mar- margarita. But, you know, maybe, it, maybe it's hard to turn away from the buttholes. More so than the beers. <laughs> God. This podcast is off to a great start. This is what happens when you take vacation. <laughs> Welcome to Sharp Tongue Podcast, everybody. Jesse Mae Peluso, your host. I'm. Uh, it's in the morning on Tuesday. Normally, I like to post on Monday evening, so when you guys wake up, podcast is right in your pocket. But last night, I spent seven hours at my sister's house with the new baby. I made it back. Baby drive was successful. I got to see my niece. I haven't been posting pictures of her because that's, you know, we got she's only three days old. Like, she doesn't need to be on social media. My sister already yelled at me. She's like, can you take the picture of the baby off? Can my, can my daughter just exist in a non-technological realm for a minute? <laughs> it must be exhausting to be related to me. Because every, everything's a joke. I've been that way my whole life. I love to make people laugh. I love to drive my mother and father nuts. Uh, it's just... I get pure pleasure out of being a complete asshole, but it was nice. So I I was at my sister's house all day yesterday running around with my nephew and it was crazy because, you know, to shut off is very difficult for, for creative people and for just people in general, but for creative people, especially, especially when social media is so much a part of your work, it's hard to shut off. 
you know, you feel like you got to post stuff. You feel like you got to be relevant. You got to be funny. You got to make sure you're reacting. Are you reacting? Oh, just see what happened on Twitter. You don't know what happened on Twitter. What's the matter? Are you dead? But yesterday when I was playing with my nephew, because I went over there with my laptop at my sister's house with the intent of writing more of the screenplay that I started to write on my cross-country drive from LA to Syracuse. I came up with a screenplay idea and I started to write it. And yesterday I wanted to put some more, you know, put some more uh, words to the page. Brought my laptop over. And then there's something about a cute little face. (laughs) If there's this like little cherubic face with the cutest mouth and the most innocent eyes, you can't type a screenplay. Like, my nephew just it kept coming up, you know, he's just running around screaming, just wanting to have fun, and here I am trying to, you know, articulate the stresses of adult life and these metaphorical phrases, and I'm like, fuck it, I gotta go run in circles with Elliot, I can't. <laughs> so I did that for about a couple hours. My mom and dad were over there with me, and it, I, I actually was a human being for a couple hours where I wasn't posting on social media. Yeah, I did a couple Snapchats, but then I stopped. <laughs> you know, it's like social media is like such an addiction. It's such a different, you know, it's like, how, how much did you post today? It's like the technological alcoholic. Did you post? How many posts did you do? Did you do six posts today? That's a lot. Yeah, it's a little excessive. It's better than 12, but did you do multiple posting? It's like a, the Long Island iced tea of social media. Did you do Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter? Well, that's excessive. I actually had fun playing with him and uh, got back to being a human being. And that's truly recharging when you can exist with people around you and not feel like you need to document the moment. You know, the, the one benefit of social media is that you've got memories. You know, you can look back through your Instagram page and recall where you were at a specific time and what you were feeling and thinking. But the other downside is you feel like when those moments are happening, you need to make sure other people see that they're happening. Whether that's the intent or not, that's just what the result is. Other people see it. So it felt nice to just be with my family and bond with my nephew and my niece, you know, because I'm I'm 3,000 miles away. That's why I decided to come home. You know, if you guys didn't follow on social media, Baby Drive is a little mini documentary that I made about my cross country cross country trip from LA. I drove from LA to Syracuse, New York, my hometown, with all three of my dogs, Bunny, Chap, and Carlin. And we drove through the beautiful country of the United States of America. And I I wanted to come home to spend time and to see my baby niece and to become a human being again. <laughs> So you can look for that on Instagram. You can check out the the documentation. I, I tried to post as much as I could. It's hard to do that while you're traveling and to edit these videos. iMovie is amazing on your iPhone. There's so much you can do. And I've just been thinking of different ways to get new and fun content out to you guys. So that was one of my ideas was to just document. I hate when your mouth checks out on you. It's like, oh, did you want to say a word? Here's a sound. Um, so I, I, at the request of my friend Leo Flowers, who's also a comedian and personal trainer, he said I should 
consider doing a little documentary and I took him up on it and I'm glad he encouraged me to do that because what came out of it was this whole desire to make little videos now so I'm gonna try and put up some more videos for you guys but you can go back a couple weeks on my Instagram and see the posts um the drive was amazing it was so so um eye-opening to learn about myself as an individual because I was really scared to go alone you know as a woman I've already had traumatic shit happen to me, so I'm on the defense. I'm always, you know, I have a little anxiety. And I was I was apprehensive about it. Definitely on high alert initially before I left, considering all the possibilities. Because that's what a lot of people with anxiety do. We think about the worst shit that could happen to us. And that's probably the reason why I went on Amazon.com and bought apocalyptic uh, gear. <laughs> I bought a fire extinguisher. I have like the deluxe first aid kit. Like this doesn't have bandages and neosporin. This shit has like a tourniquet, a snake bite kit. Like, you know, if, if, if our plane crashes in Alaska, I got you with this first aid kit. Got a road atlas. What am I? 90? Who, who has a road? I don't even know how to read a map. I'm going to be honest. I had a Google how to read a map. I had a Google, you know, like certain, just like the distance, you know, it, it was very difficult to look at this road atlas. So I threw that in the back of the seat. I, I bought, I'm so ridiculous. You know what I bought? I bought a portable hose for a bucket of water to take a street shower. <laughs> It literally is this thing that if you can't get to a 21st century shower, all you need is a bucket of water. It just has to be six inches, hey-oh, six inches deep, that's what she said, of water, and you can take a shower. So literally, my dogs could just be drinking a bowl of water, and I can shower at the same time. Someone help me pack. <laughs> Someone. <laughs> I'm, I'm just literally going, okay, what if... What if I can't get to a shower? You know, what if I'm stuck in the desert and I catch on fire and I can't get to a shower? I got my fire extinguisher and my portable hose. I mean, I would have bought a sword if I I had a couple more hours on Amazon. (laughs) Oh, this? I just walk into a Denny's somewhere in Wichita with a sword over my shoulder. No, no, this is fine. No, no, nobody get alarmed. It's just my travel sword. And I got my shower hose wrapped around my neck like a scarf because I'm going to go shower in the Denny's sink in Wichita. (laughs) The only reason I took this trip is to go to Wichita. I I say Wichita all the time. (laughs) And I've never been there. And I just want to go to a place that I constantly use in my my vernacular and just want to experience it to see what it's like. But I bought all this shit because... As people who are anxious, myself, and I'm sure a lot of you out there listening to this podcast, a lot of you probably listen to this podcast to combat your anxiety, and I'm, I hope I can bring you some pleasure and joy, uh, just thinking about the, the possibilities. I'm going to get a knife. I'm going to get like a nice pocket knife. Like I want, and not even a pocket knife. I want like a crocodile Dundee. That's a knife. You got a light, buddy? Yeah, sure, kid. There you go. And your wallet. Nick, give him your wallet. What for? 
He's got a knife. <laughs> That's not a knife. That's a knife. Knife. That's the kind of knife I want. I want when I pull it out, I want it to make a noise. I want it to be like, and I want everybody who's at, you know, the, the, the bullshit diner in Curtis, Ohio to stop. And there's like a record that screeches and they look at me at the door and I'm there in my travel sword. (laughs) My portable shower hose and my crocodile Dundee TM knife. Who's going to fuck with me now? Try me. And then I've got like two chihuahuas at my ankles. Try us. We're on a cross-country trip alone. Try and rob me. I beg you. I have a fire extinguisher. (laughs) A fire extinguisher in my back seat that I don't have a goddamn clue how to turn on. So God forbid there should be a fire. It's going to be more it's going to be more annoying if you're caught in a fire around me because I'll have the tool that can put it out, but I don't know how to use it. You'll be engulfed in flames. I'll be over here googling. <laughs> googling how to put do I pull the pin? I don't understand the pin. Why I feel like that's such an archaic function on something that can put flames out. I feel like there should be like a code you have to put in. You know what I mean? Like just like a like a high-tech code to get the fire extinguisher to work. I don't want just to pull a plastic pin. That feels too simple. I I don't trust the device. You just got to pull a pin. What is this a a, a toy? Is it going to say mama after I pull <laughs> I'm going to say mama cuz I'm going to be burning and not be able to put myself out. On the fire that apparently that is going to happen during my cross-country trip. I mean, there's so many... I'm the type of person who likes... I want the accessories. I want to get the fun stuff. Oh, we're going on a cross-country trip? Let's get a tent. Let's get a, a cot and a latrine. I want a bedpan. <laughs> it's not a trip unless you're able to shit on the go. You know what I'm saying? I love the accessories. And I... F- my neighbor sent me a box of travel accessories. My neighbor, Sarah, Sarah Brown Carter, shout out to my girl, sent me a box of also emergency gear, I'm guessing, because her and I are very similar in our anxieties. Like, what if you run into a pack of wolves? Are you going to be okay? Are you prepared? <laughs> it's like Google the top 10 most terrifying things that can happen you on a cross-country trip and shop accordingly. That's what Amazon.com should do. They should do little articles about the top 10 worst things that can happen to you in Wichita and then offer you products to buy to combat those situations. (laughs) Oh, oh, are you planning on going to a redneck bar? Well, do you not want to be gangbanged over a ping pong table? Here's a couple, here's, here's a vocabulary. You can wit them out of the rape. (laughs) Use big words to confuse them and run in a zigzag pattern. <laughs> I might have just confused two different hor- horrifying scenarios. I feel like if you're going to get shot at, you're supposed to run in a zigzag. I don't know. I'm just I'm just recalling things in my in my memory of 
you know, the terrible scenarios in life that can arise when you become an adult and you start traveling through time and space. (laughs) I mean, you know, I just can't wait to pack for my trip back because I've got the initial stuff. You know, I've got my travel hat that I wore. I've got my my road atlas, my shower, my my dog bowl shower, I'm going to call it. I need a travel sword. I need a pocket knife. I need need a Crocodile Dundee style machete. Just walking through local grocery stores. I'm going to wear combat boots. Now that I've made the trip across, I know what I did wrong. I didn't have the proper outfit. I need the don't fuck with me outfit. I really need an apocalyptic outfit. Leather. Even though it's hot and I might get... Ass, you know, I might get chimples and ass pimples from the leather, the chafing. It's worth it for the badassery that you exude walking through a grocery store in the middle of Lancaster, Pennsylvania at 10 o'clock in the morning with a crocodile Dundee knife hanging out of your Daisy Dukes. <laughs> I'm cracking myself up this morning. I'm telling you guys, I'm having a good time. I don't know if you are, but the, the possibilities, the accessorizing... That can, uh, that can happen on a cross-country trip is just exhilarating for me. I can't wait to see what other things I can buy for this trip. <laughs> um, but before I get too deep into telling you about my trip, come see me live. Today's Tuesday. I'm going to be at Sioux City, Iowa, Hard Rock Casino tomorrow, uh, the 16th, Wednesday. Sioux City, Iowa, Hard Rock Casino. You can go to hardrock.com or Sioux City, Iowa. Google that. You know, just put in Hard Rock, Sioux City, Iowa. I can't imagine there's more than one. That's uh, Wednesday, August 16th. And then I'm going to be at the Omaha Funny Bone, the 17th, 18th, and 19th. So this whole weekend, I'm going to be out there doing shows. Come see me. Come see me live. Check out the Baby Drive docu, please. It's so much fun. I'm posting the last couple videos this week, along with the travel tips video. As you can tell, I've uh, I've acquired a lot of wisdom from my road trip. The one the one thing I will say, <clears throat> if you're gonna go on a road trip, besides buying all the things that I've previously mentioned, which if you use them or not doesn't matter, you have them if you need them. You know that's the pro- that's where that's why women get into debt. Do I need it? Don't think about it. Put it in the cart. Fill up the cart. If you guys watch Girl Code, you know what I'm talking about. That's my mother and I's logic when we go shopping. Do we need it? Don't think about it. Put it in the cart. Just <laughs> stick it in. When we go to Marshall's, we don't even ask questions. We just fill it up. We, we'll figure it out when we get to the the uh, checkout. I, I work better under pressure. Hold on. But it is fun to have these accessories. I will say that. It is fun to have stuff. You feel prepared. You got to be prepared. You don't know what's going to happen out there. You should know how to set your own bone. (laughs) If I had to set my own bone, I would die from gagging. I would just go to do it. All right. One, two. I couldn't even change my niece's diaper and it smelled like pumpkin. Didn't even smell like shit last night. Literally, just smelled like pure pumpkin. And I was like, "Hole, hole!" And then I ran around the apartment and put the diaper in my dad and mom's face. I'm an adult, guys. I'm the youngest. That's what you can take away from this conversation. I'm the youngest, and we. My dad, ever since I was little, has called me a scorch. 
And for the longest time, I thought everybody, I thought this was like a term that people knew, scorch, because my dad called me that so often. And then when I became an adult and started calling other people that, they're like, what? What are you saying? I'm like, scorch, you know, scorch. They're like, that's not a, that's not even a, a word. You're, you're just saying a noise. Oh, my mom just said. <laughs> My mom just sneezed in the background. Speaking of Scorch, did I drive you nuts this week, Mom? Uh-huh. Did I drive you nuts? Who, are, who, are, who is this? <laughs> I'm on the podcast on the porch, Ma. Oh, wow. 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 Why don't you tell us how you really feel, Nance? Shit. I'll remember that next time you ask me to take out the trash. Where's the meatloaf? I, um, it's been so delightful to be home. <laughs> My mom and I have gut laughs just about every day. Um, Laughter is a big part of our family. We're very sarcastic, not very serious people. We can be serious, but sarcasm is a tool that we utilize uh, very, very excessively to get through all of the bullshit of life. That's how we. That's how we deal. Sarcasm. The whole family, my aunts, uncles, especially on my mom's side, everyone's fucking sarcastic. You can't get a straight answer. Almost drives you nuts. But then you develop, you know, a funny personality, and you're able to make a living off of it. So it's not that bad. It has its advantages. I am going to be driving back from Syracuse to LA. And so I have to, I have to figure out what accessories I'm going to buy. Mom, do you have any recommendations as to what I should buy for the trip back? You said you were going to buy a gas can. A gas can. That's right. Maybe I should buy a gas mask. No. Well, maybe. What about a box of wine? No, you get arrested. I'll get arrested. But it's not really a container, it's a box. Container. I would I would argue that. Well, you would not win. I might not win win. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> On the way um to Syracuse, I, I made stops. The places I stopped. I would highly recommend stopping at a place called Monroe, Utah and finding an Airbnb called Mystic Springs. I may have talked I may have spoken about this before. It is so delightful. It is a natural hot springs built into this little mountain in Monroe, Utah. It's it's definitely a, kind of a rural, small town. Totally off the grid and quiet and peaceful and totally like a hippie chill out spot. I, I would really recommend that. I had a great time there. I also stopped in... Colorado obviously y'all saw I stopped in Colorado (laughs) and my mom was texting me she's like are you ever gonna leave I feel like you've been there for like a week I got I made sure I had like three full days in Colorado um you know you have to do your research before like the way I I did it and if you guys have any recommendations because I'm going to be heading out on August 27th back across the country so if you have any recommendations places to stay are already one of my fans Robert offered up his beautiful bed and breakfast in Louisville, Kentucky, which I'm taking him up on because it looks so cute. So thank you for that. If you guys have any recommendations where I should stay, states I should stop in, cities I should stop in, places I should avoid, places to eat, maybe a cool thrift shop, anything, a farm, fruit stand, best place to get some local honey, whatever your recommendations are, please send them to me. You can post them on my 
You can DM them to me on Facebook, my fan page, comedian Jesse May Peluso, on my Instagram page, Twitter, just at me, wherever, wherever, whatever social media portal you use the most, just send me a direct message and let me know what I should do, where I should go. I'm going to be going on my way back through, I'm going the southern route. So most likely when I travel back, I'm going to be going out of Pennsylvania, through Maryland, West Virginia, Kentucky, Illinois. Um, what's, what's MO, mom? Is that Montana? Is Montana M.O., y'all? What is it? Whatever M.O. is, Kansas, Colorado, Utah. Where's the meatloaf? Uh, I'll probably, I'll pro- I'm definitely going to go through Colorado again. I'm never going to make it back to Los Angeles. <laughs> Missouri. Oh, it's Missouri. Okay, see? I don't, even, I, I don't even know all the states. I didn't learn that stupid fucking song in school. I was too busy going to gifted classes. If you guys listened to last week's podcast, you understand that I don't bother myself with the minor details. The devil's in the details. So any recommendations, hit them up. Let me know. I'll give you my recommendations as I go along. Hot Spr- Mystic Hot Springs in Monroe, Utah. You've got to stop. That's the one thing I'll say. Make sure the, the most useful item that I've brought along besides my vibrator. <laughs> Just kidding. I didn't even bring that. What a, what a depressing uh, realization that was when I left the house and I got like to Vegas. I was like, shit, I could have bought a new one, but that's just cheating. I will recommend buying a good Bluetooth camera remote because if you're traveling alone, that's a necessity. You're not going to, I don't want to ask strangers. That just further allows the weirdo truck driver to know that I'm on my own then he gets on his CB radio he lets his other weirdo truck drivers know that the girl in the Range Rover Evoke with the three dogs is on her own and the next stop I stop at they all gangbang me and it's a great Tuesday we have a great time (laughs) panic scenario number 347 Um, you know I, I just think it's a great item to have so if you travel alone that's one thing I will say bring a really good Bluetooth camera remote because then you can take all these dope photos. That's what I did. I just found take photos. Stop. If you see something, just stop. It takes five, ten minutes. Take a photo. You, you'll you'll thank me later. You have the memory. You're able to show people these places you stopped. I definitely would recommend Colorado. 100%. The food there is amazing. I, I stopped through Des Moines. It was a very quick stop. I, I did a bunch of a photo shoot in Sculpture Park the Papa John's sculpture park. I don't know if it's the pizza Papa John or if there's just some dad, John, that they're like, hey, Papa John, and it's his park. Everything there was phallic. It just looked like giant dicks in the park. So I had, you know, I got kicked out. Basically, I got kicked out for hugging cock sculptures. (laughs) But I I stopped through there. Uh, I also found a really cute... Airbnb in Curtis, Ohio. Curtis, Ohio is a really cute town. It's coastal Ohio. It's uh, farmland, beautiful, scenic. I would recommend stopping through there. And, you know, if you plan ahead, having dogs is not easy or not hard. I was gonna say not easy. Uh, It's not hard. If you just plan ahead, I found plenty of places to stay. You know, it takes a little extra digging, but it's worth it. You know, if you're young and you're listening to this and you're not married and you don't have children, and you're like, oh, I wish I could go cross country. So many of you have been like, oh, I'm living vicariously through you. You're traveling cross. Go cross country. At least go halfway. 
you know, don't be one of these people that's just like, oh, I can't, but this, but that, just making excuses to not have experiences. No, don't be afraid. I was terrified. I'm still terrified. You know, I might not make it back. And you guys are listening to this like, see, I'm not going to go cross country. She got, you know, fisted by an elk in Montana. (laughs) (laughs) Panic scenario, 524. But life is too short to live vicariously through people. Live actually through yourself. Live your truth. Snuck that one in there. Ha <laughs> ha. When's she going to say it? Just said it. Uh, live your truth, man. Get out there. Experience the world. If you're young, that's that's what being young, that's a luxury we have. Just get out there and, and just garner up all these experiences so we gain wisdom and we're able to be good people. And, and if we raise kids, if and when we raise children, we can teach them stuff. We've experienced things. Travel makes you smarter. Okay? And I'm already a genius and I know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> um... But I loved every place I stopped. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to go back. So if you guys have any advice, suggestions, send them to me, please. You can email them to me, too, at jessiemaypelusocomedy at gmail.com, uh, sharptonguepodcast at gmail.com, whichever. I have way too many ways to contact me, but I try and make it easy because you guys ask a thousand questions and, the, you know, the details are there. I can't, you know, I can only give you 500 ways to contact me and you're still like, what's the email? So uh, I might simplify that soon. <laughs> And if you're wondering about the Hilarious podcast, that is still happening. The travel has, um, uh, traveling back home made me decide just to put it on pause, the release date, but we have about 12 episodes banked. So it definitely is coming out. It's just a matter of when, most likely mid-September. We're working on the intro music and all of that and, and some production aspects are still getting done. So look forward to that. Uh, make sure you check out Baby Drive, hashtag Baby Drive. Um, I found John Ham at I Truck, the uh, 80 truck stop in Iowa. That that episode was put up. I'm going to actually do a uh, continued version of that episode today. So look out for that. John Ham sandwich. How you doing? Your girl's here. She's just letting you know that she's like available and shit. <laughs> JessieMay.com is done. There's some tweaks I need to do. I need to improve some stuff on the website, but it is up and you can purchase tickets to come see me live. Don't forget, I'm going to be in Sioux City at the Hard Rock Casino Wednesday, August 16th this week. And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, August 17th, the 19th, I'll be at the Omaha Funny Bone in Nebraska. Any places you guys recommend for me to eat, play, whatever, you know, ride a horse, whatever you can recommend. I am all ears. So check those shows out. Let me know if you're going to be there and uh, we can say hello afterwards. Bring weed and um, just make sure you guys are really living your truths. You know, get out there. Grab life by the balls, man. You know, because sooner or later it's going to grab you by the tit and the taint at the same time. And, and, and you're going to be like, fuck. You're going to be pulled into that black abyss to wherever we go after this physical life. And you're going to be like, damn, I should have took that cross-country road trip. You know, if you, you bought the knife. You got the knife. Live the life. (laughs) I'm just on a tear today. I really am. Um, And before we go, I just want to speak my piece about uh, things that happened in Charlottesville. And maybe it sounds out of context because, you know, I was tweeting about everything that was going on, you know, reading everybody's tweets about Charlottesville and, you know, people making memes and making jokes and being serious and everybody got involved. Everybody was very involved. I was very involved. 
reading everything and just, you know, I'm not a troll. I don't troll people's accounts, but when people respond to me in a certain manner or say something that evokes an emotional reaction, I'm going to say something. And so somebody tweeted this gif of a guy on Twitter and it's a white guy and it says, hold my beer. It's hold this beer is the account, the, the handle. And the videos of a guy, white guy on a very high perch jumping down on a slide that goes into the, a lake, you know, it looks dangerous. And the caption says, hold my beer while I make this a super slide. And the person who responded to it uh, said, white people aren't afraid of shit, but equal rights. And so, okay, if it were meant as a joke, okay, that, you know, that's funny, but I don't think it was meant as a joke. Maybe I'm wrong. And I had to respond to it. You know, it's 126,000 retweets, 25,000, 253,000 likes. There's a lot of views on this. So when something like that goes kind of viral, it can affect people. It can, it, it, it can change people's minds. It can persuade children to think a certain way. When you generalize any group of people, but white people aren't afraid of shit but equal rights. So I said that this is a dangerous statement as it's way too general. It's radical white supremacists. Not all of us are filled with hatred and bigotry. And I think if you're going to make a statement, and you know, it, it, maybe I'm justifying making statements because if comedians say something and it's meant to be funny, oh, it's okay. But if people are trying to say something and they're trying to be serious, it's not okay. I know it's a very uh, f- cloudy line in between those scenarios but I think when you say something in a general way you're perpetrating perpetuating the issue of racism you're almost creating more of an issue by saying all white people don't want equal rights and that's just fucking ignorant that's so fucking ignorant just that's that's like saying like all black people are bad those blanket statements can cause just as much racism as white supremacy. You have to be careful with what you say on on social media. You know, and and I think debating is is good. I think debating is what creates change. And so as, you know, I am trying to create an entertaining social media presence, I also am affected by things that go on in, in society. And as an adult and as somebody who's opinions are changing and viewpoints are becoming more mature, even though I still make dick and fart jokes, certain things affect me. And I think if you're going to have a, have something that's gone viral where you say white people aren't afraid of shipping equal rights, you have to be okay to be subjected to some sort of criticism. And that's why I said I thought it was a dangerous statement because there are people like myself who are out here fighting against, who want to fight against white supremacists and racists and bigotry because it's not right. So not all of us are afraid of equal rights. <laughs> you know, it, you can put these like little statements in, in categories and it sounds so good, but no, we're not, we're not all afraid of equal rights. That's just fucking crazy. You know, and then she responded and said, oh, about two years ago, y'all sat quietly by as this shit happened. Y'all didn't care until there was a hashtag. No, even if there is a hashtag, you should be happy there's a fucking hashtag. That means people are talking about it. Stop fighting against people who are on your side. There are tons of white people, tons of people across this country who want equal rights. So let's not continue to segregate the issue. We have to, we literally have to fight this together. And I was lucky to be raised by parents who are liberal minded, 
you know, my mother was a teaching assistant and, and she fought for the rights of people on her union for years. And, you know, my father is a, is an open-minded person who sometimes can say some dumb shit because he was raised in a different generation. But my parents are, are liberal people who want equal rights, who treat all people the same. That's how I feel. And, you know, I, I hold my viewpoint on white supremacists that you guys probably should, um, you know, get some sort of burn like a third degree burn (laughs) i hate to wish pain and anguish on somebody but i have so much hatred for hate in my heart that's the only hate i have i have hate for hate and that's it and so uh i don't have any compassion for people who are racist i don't and i don't see a place for you in society and if you wave a confederate flag and call black people the n-word and you know use all sorts of terminology in in a aggressive fashion you don't belong in society you belong in jail or just in a place where you wouldn't survive maybe like the jungle or a desert how about the hood at night i'd like to see you walk around there saying the shit you guys say fucking assholes you know there's a lot of conversation there's a lot of talk there's a lot there's anger there's there's despair there's sadness and if there's any confusion at all, those people were white supremacists. They were Nazi-loving, hate-filled assholes that have no place in society. And if you're of that mindset, you, you, you don't... You just fix yourself. I'm, it makes me almost speechless. You should fucking fix yourself. Everyone in this country is different. This country is built on multicultural people and people from all over the world. Literally, that's what America is made of. No one is supreme. Everyone is supreme. It's not, it's not like one particular group of people is special. No, white people aren't special. Black people aren't special. Yellow people aren't special. Everyone's special. There's, there's no supreme race besides the human race. And if you have hate in your heart and that's driving you every day, you really gotta, you gotta fix yourself. You don't have any place in society. You're not helpful. You're not useful. You're not doing anything useful with hate. Hate just creates more hate. And that sounds like a really generalized blanket statement, but it's true. You know, everyone comes from some sort of strife. That's where we can connect. We all have some sort of problems in our life, pain and anguish. Why continue that by being judgmental and hateful towards people? Because that's all that comes from is fear and pain. Those stupid white supremacist assholes, entitled pieces of shit. And if you're on the other side of the coin arguing with the white people who are the good ones fighting the good fight people like myself my family and other people who aren't supremacists who aren't racist who want equality who think black people have been oppressed and and think that everyone deserves civil rights don't fight against us there are a lot of people on twitter that are trying to fight against people who are who are trying to educate everybody on how to approach a situation. Don't be mad at us. We're on your side, okay? We're, 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 we all should fight the fight together. And, and it, it should start with a common goal of unity and community. That's where it has to begin. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to fight the good fight. So if you're a white supremacist, you're a racist, fuck off. Get your life straight. You know, that there's no place in the world for more hate. Hate, hate kills people. And that's just, that's just terrible. That's terrible. People are dying because of this. It's like we're in a new, it's, it's like the 1950s all over again. It's sad. But I know there's good people out there. And I know there's people that want to make it better. 
and, and, and fight for equal rights. And that's the fight I'm on. So I, ho- I hope you're on that fight as well. While you're living your truth, I hope you're fighting the good fight. Fuck those racist assholes. Just p- put a big, big giant penis right in their butt. <laughs> I, I didn't need to say that. I didn't need to go scatological, but I panicked. I panicked a little bit. <laughs> no, but seriously, it's a, it's, a, it's a tragedy. But we can make it something great from this place. We can really start to use our voices to make change, and I hope you guys do that. How can I forget your questions? You know, this is what I do every week. I'm like, ask me questions, and I forget them. Like a son of a bitch. I ask you guys to ask me questions because I like to connect with you peeps. Let's see. Here we go. Ian Burns? Hmm. Should I start to hog the podcast with more questions? That's all you're going to ask me, Ian? Ian's always up there with his questions, and then that's all he asks. Yeah, Ian, you can ask away. People want your questions. They look forward to your 37 questions about what our first date is going to be like. Joseph Arson. See, Arson is panic scenario number 242 of my cross-country road trip. What's the most pleasant surprise you found along the way across country? Um, oh, that's such a good question. Uh, there's so many chill little moments. Um, probably the Mystic Springs cabin that I stayed in Monroe, Utah. That was really, really delightful. I mean, all the food in Colorado was amazing as well, but just something different from my everyday existence was what I really enjoyed. Staying in that cabin, there was no AC. It was hot as hell, and my dogs, of course, had to be sleeping right in my ass crack because they're attached at my hip. I had Carlin on one side. Bunny was literally in between my legs, and Chaplin was in the nape of my neck. I felt like I was giving birth to animals out of my pores all night long. (laughs) Um, I, I enjoyed it a lot. And, um, he also asked, did you receive any tickets or fines while crossing the country? I didn't knock on wood. I didn't, uh, I, I lied. I got one ticket. <laughs> I actually just sent it in the mail yesterday. I got a ticket in Colorado. Of course. Um, I smoked a little bit of the ganja and I went in and had breakfast at this place called snooze AM, which I guess is a small chain in, in Denver. And the food was so good. I just, I literally took my time. I had, you know, one of their coffees. I had sweet potato pancakes, scrambled eggs. And I I just enjoyed my breakfast. And I didn't even think about putting money in the meter. Uh, And I went out there and there was a ticket. It was only for $25. And I was happy to pay it because the breakfast was cheap. And I I love giving back to an advanced society like Denver, Colorado. And uh, so I didn't feel bad paying that ticket. I'm going to be honest. That's not to say I'm wishing more tickets on me for the next trip, but I thought that was, it was, it was an okay ticket to get. Ricky Martin is asking me a question. Not living La, Vo- La Vida Loca, Ricky Martin. Uh, living La Vida. <laughs> Can't think of a question. You're hysterically silly and beautiful is what he says. Okay. Well, thanks, Ricky Martin. Why did your mom name you Ricky Martin? That's my question. Or, or are you Rick and you think it's funny and you're calling yourself Ricky Martin? I think that's hysterical. I remember when Ricky Martin first came out, and I forget what award show it was, but he did the Live in La Vida Loca, and he was on that huge platform, and he had to come down the stairs, and I was like, who is this Latino sensation? And then I found out he was gay, and I was like, who is this Latino sensation? <laughs> so wonderful. Uh, shout out to Ricky Martin, both of you guys, the famous and not famous one. Nicholas Steinbeck, when are you coming home? I'm home, Nicholas. Or do you mean to L.A.? I have homes. You know, I I have a home I carry everywhere I go. That's Erica Badu lyric. 
you know, you know, I'm home now and I'll be back in LA in September to film my show. That's right. I am starting casting on my VH1 talk show. Very excited about that. And everyone's like, no jinx, don't jinx. I'm, you fuck it, I'll talk about it. You know, sometimes you work on a show and it doesn't happen. Sometimes you'd work on a show and it does happen. That's that's a metaphor for fucking life. So I don't think there's any shame in being excited about a project. So I'm excited about it. Uh, those are the questions. I, I Just a few of them this week. I asked too late in the day, I think. But if you guys have questions, you can post those also anywhere that you can con- uh, connect with me. I try and post it the day before I do the podcast on Mondays on my Facebook fan page. So look for that around noon every Monday. I, I try and put a little place where you guys can ask questions. So that's about it. Don't be racist assholes. Don't lead with hate. Lead with love and live your truth. Love you guys. My name is Jesse Mae Peluso. Say goodbye, Mom. Goodbye, Mom. Ah, oh, she's a scorcher. I don't want to go to Wally World. Clark, under the circumstances, I wouldn't mind if we just went home. In retrospect, it seems like a pretty bad idea driving out. It's been one disaster after another. Yeah, it's been a real drag, Dad. Maybe we can try it some other time. Wally World's overrated anyway. What do you think? I think you're all fucked in the head. We're 10 hours from the fucking fun park and you want to bail out. Well, I'll tell you something. This is no longer a vacation. It's a quest. It's a quest for fun. I'm going to have fun and you're going to have fun. We're all going to have so much fucking fun we'll need plastic surgery to remove our goddamn smiles. You'll be whistling symphony doo out of your assholes. <laughs> I gotta be crazy. I'm on a pilgrimage to see a moose. Praise Marty Moose. Holy shit.